Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. Today is Monday, April 18th, 2022. Hope everyone had a great long weekend. We are back here at our desk, ready to do some trading this week, ready to make some money. And the Benzinga Stocks to Watch podcast is going to help get you some ideas. The the Daily Benzinga Stocks to Watch podcast provides at least five ideas every single weekday. That's five times five. That's 25 ideas every single week at a minimum. How do we do the rest of the math there, Steve, for the month? How many how many ideas are we given on a monthly basis? That's like uh, 400 something a month. Oh my gosh. Is that allowed? Are we allowed to do that? I don't know. To give we're, so many ideas. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. I like that attitude. My name is Brent Slava, head of the Benzinga News Desk, joined with one of our senior News Desk reporters, Steve Krause. Steve, how was the long weekend? Great. Great. Uh, nice and relaxed. Nice, good family time with Easter. How about yourself? It was good. Just like you said, nice, nice and relaxing. Spent some time with the fam, ready to get back at it this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, it was a pretty quiet news week last weekend. Uh, Also, pretty quiet on the economic data front this week. Mm -hmm. We don't really have anything extremely exciting going on this week. There is, I will note really quickly, there is an IMF meeting, the International Monetary Fund. They have like a spring annual meeting. And that's mm-hmm. going to be happening this week. Besides that, there isn't really any exciting economic data points. Fed Chair Jay Powell is going to be giving giving some opening remarks at that IMF spring meeting. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that he's going to be making any like extremely exciting commentary. This isn't like a direct Fed event that you need to have on your radar. But on Wednesday, I think it is Wednesday around 11 a.m. Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, you're going to probably see some headlines from Jay Powell during those opening remarks. Mm -hmm. When you see those, I wouldn't like freak out and think that he's going to be making some hugely market moving commentary. Probably going to just kind of like be more or less some of the same going on. Yeah, a lot of reiteration, a lot of here's what we've been talking about. And exactly that kind of stuff. So. On that backdrop, uh, quiet news week, uh, quiet news weekend. I think investors are really kind of waiting for the big event that we have upcoming this week, next week, the first week in May. That's mm-hmm. earnings season. We're getting a lot earnings. of publicly traded companies giving their quarterly results. And we want to give you, ladies and gentlemen, a little preview uh, like we did last week for some upcoming earnings. And so we're going to hit a list of five stocks here, and then we're going to dive into a lot more stocks that are going to be reporting over the next couple of weeks. I want mm-hmm. you to get out a little pen and paper and jot a few of these down if you think you might be invested or you know looking to making a little investment or trade in some of these names. So our list for today uh, are five stocks, IBM, Snap, Cleveland Cliffs, that's ticker CLF, UPS and also Microsoft, we have at least those five five companies reporting over the next couple weeks. And we're going to break this into earnings this week. And then we're going to yep. talk about earnings next week. And Steve, do you want to start us off with our, besides the ones we've already mentioned, a few of the notable companies that the Benzing and News Desk has on their radar for earnings this week? 
Absolutely. So this week we got the first of the fangs. We've got airlines. We've got some some healthcare and drug manufacturing. We got Tesla. Um, we got some uh, a few other tech things. So okay. So let's let's go. I like that you week. you like sectored. You like describe the sectors and then you were just like tesla i mean it's like what else you know like what else do you call it right it's like yeah you could say evs but it's like tesla's it's, tesla's it, tesla it, yeah tesla's tesla <laughs> um so netflix is the first of the fangs to report um tomorrow on tuesday that's nflx we got ibm we got j and j tomorrow as well hal halliburton lmt lockheed martin so those are for tuesday wednesday okay. we got tesla tsla we got Procter and Gamble, PG, Abbott, ABT, uh, United Airlines, UAL, Alcoa, AA. This is usually one of the first ones to report, right? Yep. At least when that's that's when like investors start peeking their heads up and going like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, Alcoa is coming." That means the earnings season starting. I think banks. When you see those big banks reporting, that's kind of more so when I'm like, "Okay, we got the earnings season coming up." Bank of yep. America was today, for example. Yeah, banks are usually that's the telltale sign that earnings has begun. Yep. Uh, so we also have Steel Dynamic, STLD, uh, CSX, which is just CSX, and then CP, which is Canadian Pacific Railway. So those are on Wednesday. Yep. A couple of transport names. Yep, yep, some transport names, some industrial names. Uh, Thursday, we got SNAP, SNAP, ATT, ticker T, AAL which is American Airlines. And then Friday, we cap it off with Cleveland Cliffs, CLF. A little peek into some early metals Mm -hmm. uh, for any metals or mining traders out there. Mm -hmm. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, continuing the earnings season here. On Monday, we have Coke, ticker KO. Tuesday, Mm -hmm. next week. This is this is when it kind of starts to heat up. If you ask me, we're going to get Microsoft on Tuesday after the close. We're going to get Google. On Tuesday after the close, we're going to get UPS on Tuesday morning, GE General Electric, also GM on Tuesday. On Wednesday mm-hmm. next week, we're going to get Facebook slash Meta, FB, PayPal, eBay, Qualcomm, Oof. Boeing, mm-hmm. and Spotify. And then on Thursday of next week, Mama. ladies and gentlemen, this is probably your big earnings day, usually on the day that Apple reports is kind of like a very busy earnings day. Yeah. It's uh, Apple will be on Thursday after the close. They always report at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. So mm-hmm. don't be tuned in for your Apple earnings at like 4.05. You're going to have to wait another 25 minutes or so on Thursday next week. Also, Amazon, mm-hmm. Intel, Twitter on Thursday, McDonald's Thursday morning, Ford, Gilead, Merck, Roku, getting into a couple solar names here. First Solar, Caterpillar, Baidu, and Robinhood also on Thursday. Those were all on Thursday. All on Thursday. That's going to be a big day. That's going to be a big day. Friday next week, we're going to get a few integrated oil names, ExxonMobil and Chevron, and also a couple of big uh, drug makers, Bristol-Myers and AbbVie. Mm -hmm. And so, ladies and gentlemen, last week when we were – Talking about our earnings preview, we we sort of elaborated on the odds that yeah. come with playing earnings. And so if you if you're playing earnings, you're you're if you're playing for an earnings report, meaning like you're gonna buy the stock right before the earnings report, and your hope yep. is to have the stock go up or down and you sell 
or you buy back your your short right after your odds are a lot lower because you have to do a couple things you have to predict how a company did yeah and then you have to predict how the market is going to interpret those results it happens quite often mm -hmm. unfortunately for investors and i guess for us on the new team steve this would be a lot easier for us if it was yeah. the case unfortunately if a company beats if, if a company is a growth name and the SAC has been running up into the earnings report and they have a report and they beat and their guidance is like pretty good, maybe they didn't raise guidance, but their guidance was pretty good. There is not a guarantee that that SAC is going to also go higher yep. like your expectation might be. And so, again, you have to predict how the company is going to do and then you have to predict how the market is going to interpret and digest those results. And so if you want to play for earnings the way that i just described it like buy a stock before earnings and sell after great you can definitely get some whims wins from this yeah however i want to put something else on your radar which is another couple ways to play earnings which is to play it into a a run-up or a sell-off before the report maybe two weeks before let's mm -hmm. say or you play it right after the earnings report. So you don't have any exposure going into the earnings report and you see the results and you read through the results and you see how the market interprets those results. And yeah. then maybe you start thinking about a play. Maybe you think that the stock sold off too much after the earnings report and you think this is an opportunity to buy the stock here. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before the show about what can happen after earnings. It's kind of like a big news catalyst, right? It can kind of yeah. swing a stock one way or another. And mm -hmm. it's a good, it's a good time for the market to reevaluate the stock. Um, there you go. Not always, you know, uh, sometimes stocks remain exactly as they're valued and they continue trading as they normally trade, but some sort of big upset, some sort of big announcement, um, some sort of big beat or miss uh, can, you know, move the stock in a generous way, one way or another. And, you know, it's a kind of way to reevaluate how it's going to trade and kind of the value of it. It's the time that the most fundamental information will be coming into the yeah. market and investors will be digesting that fundamental information and having to bake that new information into a stock. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you are turned off by what we just said about having to play earnings and kind of like decreasing your odds by playing earnings, whether you want to trade or invest based on earnings as a news catalyst, you need to have earnings on your radar because Absolutely. of so much information that is coming into the market. Yes, we get results out of Apple. Yes, we get results out of Amazon, but also we're getting results, results out of all of the software names. Yeah. And if software is an important part of uh, tech, then you need to understand how those software companies did as a way to get a picture of the overall economy. If Absolutely. earnings are really, if earnings expectations going into this quarter are not that great and companies start beating and raising guidance and investors are having to reconsider how the economy is doing over the last quarter, mm -hmm. a lot of stocks are probably going to move higher because of that. Yeah, it, it creates it paints a new picture of the economy, right? Especially these mm -hmm. these these early ones. And again, you know, next week we have Apple and Amazon, you know, and this week we have Tesla. This is just the first two weeks. Like this is going to be going on for you know eight, ten, ten weeks. And so these these big giant companies are going to set a precedent for for other companies that are coming up. And 
also to your point of, um, you know, unexpected things coming out of earnings. Uh, one I want to highlight was Facebook. So, okay. so here, here's something that happened, you know, Facebook was a growth name for a long time. And then last quarter they, you know, obviously that this was like the court, the meta quarter you can call it, right. It's like, you know, sure. they, they had announced that they were going to be turning, you know, changing their name and they were going to be focusing on the metaverse. And then they reported earnings. And not only did they report, I believe like the first time ever that they lost users instead of gained users, but they also reported like a $10 billion loss in the metaverse that, that this, this investment slash loss, like, like they had, you know, reported uh, this kind of not, not great figure about the metaverse. And I think they lost like 20, they were down like 26% on, on this mm -hmm. earnings report. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a way to reevaluate Facebook. Right. Sure. Um, and you know, now I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if a company has this big catalyst, the next earnings season. So this, this week or ne next week for Facebook, people are going to be looking at that and going, okay, gotcha. they lost. They created lost. some extra focus, huh? Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so nor point. normally we would look at the top and bottom line figures, right? Sales, you know, for something like Facebook, it would be new, new users or user growth kind of thing. Good call. I yep. think, you know, one of the figures we're going to be looking at and reporting is, you know, what is, what was their spending on the metaverse? How much do they make on the metaverse? What's that figure this quarter? Great point, Steven. So you're saying, uh, yes, be focused on the kind of headline figures, mm -hmm. the earnings per share and the sales figures, but also consider a space that a company is in, consider some of the unique dynamics that that yeah. company has, and then be able to focus on the, remember to focus on those figures. Another example, right? Snap. We yep. want to know how snaps users are looking, right? We want to, yeah. we want to know what their, their daily active users, same thing with Twitter, right? Yeah. So a couple of, you know, niche slash industry specific figures that you should be looking at also of course we would be remiss to not mention guidance in the yeah, context of, of earnings mm -hmm. we are focused on the last quarter results of course that's why we're talking about this as a news catalyst because mm -hmm. companies are disclosing what they did over the last three months but probably the more impactful piece of information that you can get out an earnings report is their forward looking guidance or their yeah. forecast. This is obviously what the future looks like. That's really what investors care a little bit more about. Definitely. Uh, a, a couple other key uh key piece key metrics to get on your radar here for when you're looking at an earnings report. Companies will also often inside their earnings report talk about their shareholder payout info. Mm -hmm. how big their buyback is, how much they have left in a buyback, if, what their plans for a dividend are going to be. Yep. And then the last thing that I wanted to get on everyone's radar here is if a company, you're going to see where this is going to be relevant in, in just a sec here, if a company has some kind of outstanding M&A or asset mm -hmm. sale information, it could be that they're going to be talking about it. At the very least, investors are going to be listening for it. And whether... Yeah. uh whether invest whether the companies give a look like for example twitter on thursday and next week i think it is i bet a lot of investors are going to be oh yeah extremely excited to hear about any updates on the elon musk thing or some of these other interest uh notable interests that the company is getting 
Yeah, I would be shocked, genuinely shocked if if Twitter did not, if the board or, or the executives did not mention Elon Musk on their conference call the, uh, yeah. next week. Like that would, you know, that's obviously been the dominating news news cycle. I mean, would, they yep. were making jokes about it on SNL for Christ's sake. You know, it's like, <laughs> like they it's you know, they would be crazy to not mention. So people are going to be watching stuff like that. People are going to be watching for it. If they don't mention, let's just be crazy here for a sexy. If they don't mention it. Is is like Twitter gonna sell off? I don't I don't really think so necessarily. No. Maybe, maybe you feel a little bit differently, but like like I kind of said a minute ago, at the least investors are gonna be listening for it. Exactly. People will be asking, well, what does it mean that they didn't mention Elon Musk, right? Like there you th- go. those are the types there of things that, that are gonna be floating around. Again, that's leads into what Brent was saying, and I think it's one of the most important things to remember not just what the actual numbers say, but how people will interpret them, right? And and that's that's kind of a, another tip that I would give related to the earnings is if you have a company that you're invested in and you and you like and you're, you've been following for a little while, listen to the conference call. Yeah. The conference call is really the only way that you can get uh, a sentiment, some sentiment on management teams, a CEO, a chair, a CFO's tone. Yeah. You can't really get an indication of tone from a press release. Yeah, they're going to say True. their results were fabulous in the press release. But when you listen to the conference call and the management team is is downtrodden and they're and they're, you know, it, you're like, why is this going so slow? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's an indication about how management is feeling about their operations at the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow with another daily socks watch podcast until then everyone have a great trading day good luck everyone did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10 percent or more result from a single news headline that's right news headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down these news catalysts create trading opportunities every day all you need is a little help to reach out and take them and if you're looking to grow your portfolio It doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.